This is Straight Talk with D. Kelly. It's Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. And we start off this episode with Representative Adam Schiff. He is a member of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riots. We need to get answers to how this attack on the Capitol took place, um, why it took place, what we need to do to protect the country going forward. And frankly, what was the president's role before, during, and after that insurrection? Do we need to use every tool to get answers? And I think the answer is yes. I worry for the country's uh, future if someone as unethical as Kevin McCarthy were ever to hold the reins of power. Because at the end of the day, if someone that unscrupulous is running the GOP and the House of Representatives, he will do whatever Donald Trump tells him. So exposing what took place and the role of the former president, members of Congress if necessary, insurrectionists, organizations, white nationalist groups, the public's going to find out. Uh, We're going to make sure they know. And we are starting to see the state legislatures around the country take a look at the election laws and the voting rights and trying to alter those and change those in a way. And here is Adam Schiff's opinion on those changes we are seeing all around the country. It's through these quasi-legal means that our democracy could come to an end. I have to acknowledge as a member of the committee, based on what we've seen, there may be another attack on the on the Capitol one day. It will fail like the last one did. But what could succeed in overturning our democracy is these efforts through state legislatures around the country to strip independent elections officials of their responsibilities uh, so that Trump can succeed where he failed before in getting the states to overturn the will of their own people. This idea of election fraud is continuing as Donald Trump released a statement regarding that last Wednesday in which he said, quote, if we don't solve the presidential election fraud of 2020, Republicans will not be voting in 22 or 24. So instead of having Republicans vote in the next two elections, he would rather just go ahead and just give it straight to the Democrats. He would rather burn down the house rather than fix the plumbing. (laughs) I will never understand his logic. You look at the continuing problems with the idea of election frauds and how it is now affecting the state of Michigan and specifically the Michigan Attorney General, Dana Nessel. Investigation is referred to my office by the Republicans on the Senate Oversight Committee in the state of Michigan. And what they did is they did a uh, extensive analysis and review, and they conducted um, hearings over the course of six months uh, on the issue of whether or not there was any election fraud in our state. They concluded that there was none, but they did conclude that there were uh, actors out there, bad actors that were essentially exploiting uh, people and using it to raise money. And that, you know, uh, this individual, Matthew DiPerno, they suggested was one of those people. So the Republicans in the Senate referred that for criminal investigation to the Michigan Department of Attorney General. And it was shortly thereafter that Matthew DiPerno declared his candidacy to run against me uh, and then declared that he instead would like to prosecute me. Now, I isolated myself from that case, so I have nothing to do with it. 
But the important thing is he is utilizing that to call for me to be locked up mm. and prosecuted. And I, I take him at his word that if he does beat me in 2022, that that's exactly what he intends to do. Once again, we will go after anyone who doesn't agree with us and who doesn't back us in our opinion. We will threaten them. This is getting so out of hand. Michigan is just one example of what is happening in the United States. Yes, it's a time for early Christmas shopping. And once again, this week, we continue to talk about the shipping delays at the ports where we are seeing a lot of cargo ships backed up at every port in the United States. We pay at least 10 times more for any item you're trying to get, if you can even get that item. If not, maybe more than 10 times, sometimes uh, double or triple that. It depends on what it is you're trying to get. And here is Pete Buttigieg. He's the Secretary of Transportation on the supply chain problem we're seeing at the ports. Now, one of the things that we started looking into earlier this year was these expanded operations. If you think about the scale and the complexity of these ports, Obviously, it's not something that you can do overnight, but uh, after bringing together the players, agreeing that this is a good approach, seeing the pilot launched in Long Beach, and now being able to announce, as the president did last week, that LA is also going 24-7, we've got major progress on that front. Now, that's just one piece of a very complex puzzle, uh, where you got the terminals, the rail piece, you got the warehouses, the drivers, and we're working on all of those angles, but let's remember, These are private sector systems. This is a capitalist country. Nobody wants the federal government to own or operate the stores, the warehouses, the trucks, or the ships or the ports. Our role is to try to make sure we're supporting those businesses and those workers who do. And there are some X factors out there on everything from, uh, you know, pandemic-related closures of factories and ports in Asia uh, to things that are going on through the chain on the U.S. side. Now, of course, the other thing we've got to talk about is that this isn't just a matter of supply. This is a matter of supply and demand. Every item you see, every container on every ship that is waiting at anchor in the ports of L.A. and Long Beach or anywhere else is there because an American company or consumer purchased it. And that's because demand has surged. Retail sales are off the charts. Uh, Remember, these ports are already bringing through record amounts of goods this year. Mm -hmm. And that's a sign, of course, of the successful work that's been done to bring the economy out of the teeth of the recession that we were facing earlier. Uh, So we've got that issue of demand that's mismatched with supply. And now we've got to make sure that the supply chains in the short term and the long run position to catch up. Now, a lot of this should be resolved by markets, but we're not waiting for the markets to take care of it. The situation that is unfolding in Haiti has resulted in the kidnapping of 16 Americans and one Canadian as this religious group was traveling throughout Haiti and trying to bring meals and provisions to the people that are in poor condition. But yet, the uh, people of Haiti don't even come out onto the streets. The streets are empty throughout Haiti because of the dangerous situations that are going on. 
these groups are traveling throughout the country and kidnapping Haitians, foreigners, anybody they can find to try to get money in order to uh, fortify their gang. And yet these travelers were out there unprotected. See, normally when Americans go into any war-torn country, they go in with firepower. They travel from place to place on Huey helicopters. They live in camps that are fortified and protected from any kind of danger like this. We go in intelligently and do what we have to do. Yet these people thought that they didn't need any kind of protection. Now we do wish them well because the FBI right now is in talks and negotiating for the release. So we do hope that they will come to some sort of resolution soon. And we pray for their safety. We are calling the rocket man, president of China, Xi Jinping, because China has now tested a new hypersonic missile, which they launched a rocket carrying a hypersonic glide vehicle, which circled the globe and then missed their target by 24 miles. So we'll keep our eyes on the sky and keep a lookout and see who is the new rocket man next. On the vaccination front, the Johnson & Johnson boosters are now available for everyone that's 18 and older, and you can have it as soon as two months after your last vaccination. However, the Pfizer and Moderna boosters are also available, but those are for people 65 and older and for those who are at high at risk. You can receive that booster just six months after your last vaccination. Even more concerning to the world is this new variation on the Delta variant. It is called the Delta Plus variant. It has been seen now in the United Kingdom as well as in the United States. It makes up uh, right now 6% of the COVID cases over in the United Kingdom. And I don't have a percentage of what's been seen in the United States. But of course, anything that's new and mutated is probably going to start taking over. That's just how this virus works. It mutates from one unvaccinated person to the next, and then it gets stronger as it goes and it travels. That's how viruses work. Uh, this is a pandemic. This is our virus that is spread throughout the world and it's affecting all of us. We only see this pandemic every 100 years. There's nothing that I can really re tell you and relate to you in a story that will get this across how dangerous this virus is because the more 
it mutates, the stronger it gets. Of course, they are saying that we need more investigation into this new mutation to see if it is more infectious. I highly guess that it is. I would say that viruses don't tend to get less dangerous. They tend to get more dangerous. So I would say the research will probably uh, conclude that this virus is more deadly, more infectious, more dangerous to all of us. There is, of course, a sad passing to note that of our former Secretary of State, General Colin Powell. He was immune compromised because he had multiple myeloma, a cancer of the plasma cells, which makes his immune system more susceptible to viruses and diseases. And of course, the worst thing he did was come down with COVID-19. It was just before he was about to go in and get a booster shot. So if you are eligible to go out and get a vaccination or get a booster shot, you need to do so in order that we can protect all of these people who are immune compromised in our society. Because remember, you are 11 times more likely to die if you are unvaccinated than if you are vaccinated. There is Colin Powell in his own words about his life and words to live by. My life's been blessed because um, I've had a chance to serve my country and um, I, I've had a chance to do things that benefited my country. And when it's all over, I just hope they say, you know, he's a good soldier, he did a good job, raised a good family, and uh, God bless him. That's all I ask for. In life, it's all about people, the people who pass through your life, the people who have been kind and good to you, the people who have been inspirations to you, and the people who perhaps you didn't get along with. They all come together and make you who you are and what you are. Here is a comment from one of my listeners. Well, I've listened to five out of, uh, I don't know how many of your uh, podcasts, and I find them informative. And you've given me information that I did not have. I don't like to listen to the news anymore um, because it upsets me. But the topics that you've picked uh, to discuss have been very interesting and to the point. I appreciate your point of view, and I think you've done an excellent job on your podcasts. And you can leave me any comment you'd like to share at anchor.fm slash dkelly slash message. Or you can tweet me at dkelly22. That's D-E-K-E-L-L-Y 2-2. And if you like what you hear, subscribe at the bottom so you can get updates on when new episodes are available to listen. Thank you for your time.